Hey, listen, man, before uh, the mics go live and everything, yeah. I just got to talk to you real quick. Okay. Um, can you do me a favor? What do you need? And uh, please stop dropping my name to get free tickets at the Carlson. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's kind of ridiculous. I, I heard you went to the. I heard you went to the ticket booth. I know people. And Mark had to come out and be like, "Okay." I happen to know people. We'll as give well, him a free he, one. I, I want you to know that I know both bartenders who work here now. I'm I'm pretty well in with them. I bet. <laughs> All I'm saying is, don't be a grub. Don't drop my name to get free tickets. I also didn't leave a tip for the server. I figured she had enough money. <laughs> 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 she looked like she was doing fine. <laughs> oh, God. You think it's funny? Are you laughing? Don't fucking laugh again. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos! Welcome back to the show that's about creeps, by creeps, for you creeps. I am your host. The Tower of Power, too sweet to be sour. The people's champion. And ladies and gentlemen, my co-host today, a man whose smile most resembles a bunch of overturned trash cans. It's Carl, everybody. Way to prepare the intro. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Great to see you, my friend. Nothing. I, I was just waiting for you to smile and show those choppers a little uh, bit to the people. All right, well. Sorry, Good morning. I didn't give you what you wanted. How are you? I'm doing great, buddy. How are you been? I'm all right. I'm Good. glad to be here with you. Today, I feel a lot better. After making phone calls to every single person that I know, relatives that I wasn't sure had computers. Yep. Yeah, there was a lot of voting uh, late in the game on this week, and I was going for the sweep. I was up 4-0 from last week, and Vinny, what ended up happening here? What, what's the vote at? I would like to thank the True Believers, the Creepomaniacs, and importantly, the Merry Marching Society for backing me up. Vinny's got 55% of the vote. Please, There will not be a sweep. We will not be sweeping the legs. We will not be flawless victory. I just want everyone to know. We will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. We are going to survive. We are going to fight another day. And today is another day because all I can do at this point is take it one game at a time. Okay, coach. You got it, coach. That's it, man. I can only take one game at a time. You <laughs> are still technically today. at game point. I am so I have point. to bring it. Four, four weeks in a row. Uh, your buddy Vinny's got to bring it. So here we go. Can I get Let's caught go. up on a couple of housekeeping things real quick? If you want. So we decided since I won the Patreon vote. Yes, we there's going to be going a poll going up. Okay, the, the poll's not out yet. Yes, the poll will go up today. Okay. Because I wanted to announce it on this show. So I'm glad you brought it up. Okay. Uh, Carl won the Patreon vote. He got to 51st. That's right, baby. Thank you for all the Carl Cousaroos out there who subscribed to our Patreon and supported your boy, Carl. Since we're talking about this video, maybe I should play a little music. Carl, I'm just... Carl, Carl, Carl. 
All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> That's the worst song I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, oh, is it, Vinny? Why, do you like this song? Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. Yeah, it's catchy. <laughs> Vinny, 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 Vinny. Much better. It's good here. Oh, he fucked it up. <laughs> I fucked it up. Does he have an IE version? I'm just he does. Curious. He does. Okay, good. Good, good, good. But you just didn't download that one. I just grabbed that one, though. Okay. Oops. You just showed me. That's our boy Matt Farley from Moturn Media. Well, Matt, thank you so much for the lovely new theme songs. Yep. We're going to use those a lot around here, I think. So what we were talking about was, because we explained this on the bonus episode, we just had a fabulous bonus episode for our Patreon subscribers and we described, I think it was on the bonus episode, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm losing we track. We did the scum stream. The scum stream. Yep. Where we talked about the fact that because you lost, we're not going to have you spin a wheel. We're going to put the vote out to the people to decide what your consequence will be. And we narrowed it down to three or four consequences. It was three consequences okay. that we have chosen off of the wheel yeah. that you get to vote for. I will do one of them. Thank God I'm not going into like double consequences today. You know how much that would suck? <laughs> I know. It would suck. Oh, my God. The number one on the list, I because everybody called me a chicken. I'm going to take the knife edge chops if you pick them. Okay. Three knife edge chops is what was agreed on. Yes. The live stream from the Syracuse Mall. Mm-hmm. And then also dinner with a fucking listener. That's right. Those are the three that you get to vote on. That poll will go up shortly. All right. So keep an eye out for that. It will be on the Patreon page. It'll be open for anyone to vote. Okay. While you're there, sign up if you haven't yet. Join the uh, True Believers. It's, we'll make it worth your or while. Or Carl's Cousin Ruse. We'll Whichever. make it worth your while. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, all we can do is play the game today. And today, uh, we put out a theme poll for you this week on Twitter. It was really simple. It was creepiest postal worker. It was creepiest something else and something else. (laughs) And those things didn't matter because creepiest postal worker won. It's hard to keep track of everything that we're doing, isn't it? There's just too many polls and contests. (laughs) I know. And it's Monday. It's a lot. Do you know how much fun we had on that scum stream? Do you remember how we laughed? I loved that. Laughed. I had so much fun. It was a Thursday evening. I just felt a different energy. I thought that was one of our better shows. Yeah. So I think we got to keep like the bonus shows like in the evening when we can enjoy it. Yes. And just make this work. I agree. About business. Creepiest postal worker it is. Ring that fucking bell, Carl. Since I won, I'm going first. Let's do it. It's been a while since I got to fight from ahead. So here we go. I would like to plug my source for this story. It was OzarksFirst.com. Thank you, Crows, for introducing me to this fucking website. Oh, it wow. is a new site that covers the Ozark Mountains. And <laughs> holy shit, is there a lot of no good happening up in them hills. Today, we're going to Springfield, Missouri. My creepy mailman today has been charged with giving one 78-year-old woman on his route a very special backdoor Valentine's Day delivery. Now, according to court documents, 59-year-old poster worker Mark Pogue has been charged with first-degree sodomy. You heard me, folks. Sodomy. According to a probable cause statement, a 78-year-old woman whose identity was not revealed Got a note from her doctor earlier this year requesting that her mail be brought to the door so she did not have to walk to the mailbox or the street to collect it. You need a doctor's note for that? Yeah. That's a real thing. Apparently. (laughs) She is so old and infirmed that she cannot walk to the mailbox. Can you please bring that mail to my door? I'm going to need to see a doctor's note before I'm going to do that much. How lazy are these fucking posts? That that also is something I thought about. It doesn't surprise me at all that government workers will make it extra fucking yeah, hard to make point. them do the right thing. Good Please. Point. Please. 
fucking coddled postman. <laughs> I know you're listening, Jay. Now, she got the note from the doctor. The woman told the Springfield police that on different days, her postman would talk to her, chat with her. Oh, how old are you, darling? Uh, they would have a nice chat at the front door. The woman also recalled two instances where Pogue gave the woman a hug and a kiss. Okay. And she just thought she had the sweetest mailman card. Sounds like it. Very yeah. friendly. So fast forward to Valentine's Day 2021. Just a few months ago, Carl. Yeah. Pogue delivered mail to the woman's house through the garage, which was unusual, but she left the door open because it was snowing. You couldn't get up the walk because of the snow and everything. Sure, sure. She didn't want to go out and shovel because right? she can't even go to her fucking mailbox. mailbox. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I get it. So she says to him, because like the door is kind of open, she said, could you just put it on the kitchen table? So the mailman takes his shoes off. Very nice. Walks into the house. This is a gentleman. I don't know I'm why this guy's you. a creep. All right, I'm going to go on my turn now. It's not the oh, hold on, hold oh, on, hold more? on. Oh, okay. okay. She invited How him. How old is this woman again? 78. Okay. <laughs> Ray Carruth fucking territory. Kellen Winslow Jr., you meant. Yes, thanks. So instead of leaving after setting the mail on the counter, the woman said thanks and presumed that he left and then left her living room to go back to her bedroom. And she's 78 years old, so I'm guessing she was probably going back to her bedroom to die. Who knows what else she had fucking <laughs> right. planned for the day. <laughs> But uh, what she didn't realize is that the, her mailman, Mr. Pogue, followed her. The woman told police Pogue came up behind her, picked her up, threw her down on the bed with her face in the pillow. Oh, that's a Vinny move right there. Why is that a Vinny move? Oh, I, I know a few things about you. You bring the wrestling into the bedroom. Oh, that's I right. I know what you're up to. Yeah, that's right. You're going to submit. <laughs> well, at that point, guess what was happening? Now they're having butt checks. Shot of me. Yep. Come on, everybody. That was a real problem, everybody. Ain't a rain. The 78-year-old woman, she yelled, Wait a minute, Mr. Bowman. Wait, wait, hey, 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 Mr. Bowman. He undressed her. I'm assuming that he, like, threw her diaper at the wall or something. Yeah, I was going to say, why the butt? Why is that the, the go-to? Is that just like where it happened to end up or whatever? Any more details? It was probably got? the loosest. I don't <laughs> right. know. I mean, oh, yeah. But could you just hedge it like having <laughs> to take the diaper off to get to the butt? She was obviously flirting with him for all of this time. Oh, yeah. This on. old tramp. She was definitely leading this him old floozy. Seriously. What she do you think had her happen? glory of Vanderbilt perfume on whenever the mail came. When a woman invites me into her home. I assume that she wants me to keep her some company. That's what I assume. You assume that she wants you to keep her in her butt. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's the vibe that I get. Yes. Okay. Well, he threw that diaper at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> the woman says Pogue that got off of her and got dressed. Then he went into the bathroom and then he left after that. Could you imagine? Oh, so he washed up. <laughs> so he goes to the- get this shit off my cock before I go back uh, to work. Could you though imagine getting like getting mail from this guy after this situation happened? Like there's just poopy fingerprints all over the Oh mail. gross. People's Valentine's Day cards are ruined. You know what? This this reminds me of uh of a song. Oh, 
I so love we cleaned it. up. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be gross if we just like walked out of there without using the bathroom first. Yeah. So after the incident, women told police that uh, she never saw Pogue again. He never entered her home. But investigators started looking into the situation. And started looking into the yeah. Well, they took her to the hospital, is. and like the woman's asshole was the size of a water <laughs> fucking bottle, right. and. They start looking into the situation. We're going to start looking into the situation. And the first thing they discover is that there's a GPS on all of the post tru- postal trucks. Okay. So uh, his truck was at her house 18 minutes that day. Okay. So that's how long it takes. To fuck a 78-year-old in the ass. Yes. Correct. I, I get Correct. it. And when the police asked him why he did it, he said, I freaking hate vagina. That's what he said. That's funny. Uh, so court records say the woman no longer felt safe in her home after 20 years. It had to move. She was, like, so upset by this. Um, I would move out of the Ozarks anyway. That seems yeah, like a terrible yeah, yeah. fucking place. So it's funny. We had a voicemailer who actually got that uh, earworm stuck in his head. I feel like now's a good time for me to play it. Lay it on me. I freaking hate vaginas. Vaginas really suck. Anuses are the only thing that I like to fuck. Call me back. Nick Bates, awesome. What a a talent that transcends a generation. Seriously, he I mean he's written songs that we're all just going to be singing for the rest of our lives. I'm sorry, I cut you off. There. Yeah, you certainly did, but that's all right. In conclusion, yes, my creep, Mr. Pogue is being held in the Greene County Jail on a twenty thousand dollar bond currently as we speak. Now, here's the thing I'd like to point out today. When we uh, got Creepiest Post to work, I had to really spend some time thinking as to who I wanted to put out there as my creep. Sure. And I could go with uh, the traditional guy who shoots up all the the other postal workers. Yeah, right, right. uh, right. People going postal. Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, I assume people are, like, dealing drugs out of mail trucks. I I assume that happened. Yep. But uh, this is the only mailman I could find who butt-fucked a (laughs) 78-year-old. And I got to say, I believe that on the creep off, if you butt fuck a 78 year old woman, you automatically win. I think that should be a fucking rule no matter what. Uh, Your Honor, objection. What's your objection? Leading the voters, Your Honor. Making Uh, a persuasive case, Your Honor. Very good, Vinny. All right. Is it time for me to take it away now? Oh, one more thing. Yeah, go ahead there. Uh, on a positive note, forgive me, Carl. You're going to love this fact. I don't want to launch at any point. That's fine. Keep going. Uh, fun fact. Yeah. Apparently in Missouri, the sodomy charge carries a possible life sentence. Okay. So look out in Missouri with all your backdoor shenanigans. Well, it's rape. It's not sodomy. I mean, it's it's sodomy, but sodomy is not what the illegal That's part what is. the charge is. He's charged with first degree sodomy. All right. I don't I don't understand the law. I, I don't, don't live in into, I don't want to get into it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Go ahead. I would think that if it was welcomed sodomy, it wouldn't be a life sentence. I'm just throwing it out there. I could be wrong. What do I know about Missouri law? Yeah. All right, I'm going to take you to Oklahoma, Edmond, Oklahoma, 1986. I knew who you were going to pick. On August 19th, Patrick Sherrill was at work. He's a mail carrier. He didn't have a regular shift, so he kind of had to fill in for other guys when they didn't have shifts. So he got inconsistent work and wasn't like on a route that he would get used to. And so his supervisors didn't really care for his attitude or his work. On August 19th, supervisors Esser and Bland reprimanded Cheryl 
for his behavior. Fast forward to the next day, August 20th. Okay. Shortly after 7 a.m., Patrick Sherrill came into work with a couple guns decided to take out Supervisor Richard Esser, who had verbally disciplined him the day before. Yeah. Now, he looked for Bill Bland, the other guy yeah, who reprimanded him. him. Bill Bland was an hour late to work that day. Oh, huh. Which is uh, pretty fortunate for Billy Bland. He was all upset because his kid left the bike in the driveway. Yep. He his ran over it. caused everything to be late. Yep. He had to change the tire. Yeah. It was, it was a really bad day until it was like the best day of his life, it turned out to be. Here is a uh, news report from the time that I find confusing and ridiculous. Good evening. Here's what's happening. At first, everybody thought it was a joke. Somebody's setting off firecrackers in the post office at Edmond, Oklahoma, outside Oklahoma City. But soon it became clear that it wasn't a joke at all. It was a massacre. Who the fuck thought it was a joke? It's 7 a.m. And someone's <laughs> like, oh, who's playing that prank with the firecrackers? Everyone's a jokester over there at the post office. Well, you know, every postal workers are known for their sense of humor. Oh, yeah, they're always pranking each other, of course. That makes perfect sense. At first, everyone thought it was like a hilarious joke. Turns out, it was a massacre. <laughs> Shattered relatives were discovering that someone in the post office had killed 14 people inside, then taken his own life. That somebody was 44-year-old Pat Sherrill. He shot everybody in sight. Yeah, <laughs> <Wow>. so... <laughs> so Pat Sherrill, actually, I'll give you a little bit more information on this from a, a little bit of a better news report. Okay. Because <laughs> that was local news. That was not great. The shooting spree began shortly after 7, as about 100 postal employees were sorting their daily mail. The suspect, part-time postal employee Pat Sherrill, calmly walked up to his supervisor and opened fire. He was armed with three pistols. Postal employees said he walked almost calmly through the sorting room reloading and firing the 45, 9mm, and 22 caliber weapon. He shot two people, then he just turned around and started spraying the room. Hmm. I like how people always act surprised when sociopaths act calmly. Yeah, I, well, that is kind of odd, though, because it's something you've never done before. I'm usually nervous. Like, when we did our first bonus show, we haven't done that before. You know, I'm a little on edge. You'd think, like, shooting up a whole well, station full of people, you'd be a little bit... Not not for Patrick Sherrill, because he was a Marine, right? Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Because well. I know more about your creep than you. Oh, do you? Yeah. Do you know about the song that was written about Patrick Sherrill? Yeah, why don't you sing it for everyone? I will tell you what the I have it are. right here, everybody. This is a very catchy song. I freaking <laughs> It's a very catchy <laughs> song by a band, Sortem. Okay. And uh, great lyrics. Sherrill came to work at 7 a.m. He shot two people outside before he went in. He entered the building and closed the door, and inside the post office, he shot a few more. He shot people under their desks. People played dead to survive. A few people tried to get out, but Cheryl continued to shoot. You know that, Sug? It goes like this. Catchy diddy, huh? Somebody made an interesting point. Obesity Death March, who's watching live, said the only reason I know about this guy is because of Seinfeld when Newman bet the guy's postal carrier bag. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. It was a pretty big story back yeah, in the day. Yeah, it was kind of a big story. It's kind of why going postal was coined in the first place. Uh -huh. In 15 minutes, 
Patrick Sherrill shot 20 co-workers, killing 14 of them before killing himself. And that is my creep. Oh, because he got reprimanded by a couple supervisors. He had to go and kill everyone. Right. That is my creep. And uh, we'll let you uh, vote, let the good people vote, and decide if it's time for Vinny Spinney to get the wheel. That's having butt checks. A 78-year-old woman, ladies and gentlemen. Sing along if you know the words. Come on. Come on, everybody. Shadame. A 78-year-old woman. Shadame. You think a little kid can't wipe. Holy shit. Shadame. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the City of Syracuse, located conveniently between the City of Rochester and Hell. See you in Syracuse. That's a good way to describe Utica. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I have to take a second and read an email quickly before we start, because our friend Cameron came up with a way to make our lives easier when it comes to the Wheel of Consequences. Oh, great. And how we can have multiple wheels with different consequences on them. Does it have to do with ones and zeros by any chance? Not quite exactly. Okay. Because there are like really super easy ways around this. If yes. We, if so we wanted to. He sent me this image that he, I think, affectionately named Vinny is a dickhead. Mm. This is how it was named. But this is what he came oh, up with. Oh, look at this. How good is this? <laughs> yeah, I mean. So what it is is we just give each... Uh, one of these things here, a number. Right. And then we just have an overall list of what wheel course consequence. <laughs> Host have to kiss. Tandem bike ride. <laughs> Don't so, have to Patreon for stuttering John. Fuck that shit. Oh, my God. I'm pissed that uh, Dr. Steve wants to give him a thousand bucks. Guest victory wheel. Oh, my God. Wear, he a, just... wear a MAGA hat in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> This is great. I like this one right here for the Patreon reel. <laughs> yeah. Scream at people about God on the sidewalk. <laughs> We'd fit right in in some places in Rochester. Go to a mark- <laughs> multi-level marketing thing. That's hilarious. Walk on nails. No uh, thanks. Uh, lose 20 pounds. That should be on there somewhere. Yeah. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Get punched in the mouth. <laughs> do you have to provoke someone to do it or are they in on it? Uh, I don't know. Just <laughs> get put. Uh, I like this one. This is a good one. Both share a giant shirt for an entire scum stream <laughs> on the I'm telling you right now, Cam came up with the greatest great. ideas, Those and some good. of these are going to end up on a wheel somewhere. Those are good. Those are really fucking funny, Cam. Great well job. Love you, pal. You're the best. Let's talk about some voicemails, shall we? Yeah, I got one here, Vinny. No one cares. Um, They're usually not nice to me when they call you first. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. I think there is a reason for that, too. Because I don't play them. This is uh, part of the creep-off. I'm calling this line because anytime you talk shit about Vinny on the creep-off line, he doesn't play the fucking voicemails because his ego is too fucking fragile to do a little ribbing. Anyway, modus operandi is MO, not mode of operation, you stupid mother fat fucker. <laughs> Vinny, is this true? Do you not play the voicemails that are critical of you? No, I play them get all. to the voicemails? You, I play about? a million of them all the time. Uh, I don't know. There's keep, some of them that are just Keep calling stupid. WATP. Here's a interesting consequence idea, Carl. Got an idea for the wheel of consequences. The person that lands on it, the loser, I guess it would be, has to uh, make a very public spectacle about donating some amount of money to Cuomo's re-election campaign. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> thinking like 500 uh, but that might be that. a lot of fucking money. So I'm thinking... I don't think we're going to do that, but I think what we should do is... Well, Cuomo's going to need his bail. 
I think, I think $100 to Cuomo's legal fund. Yeah, right. Legal <laughs> fund. Yeah, that would make more sense. Uh, Jesus Christ. That's a terrible consequence. That's a funny one. I would laugh my ass off because, like, what if you got that, what you get on the list, they're going to be calling you all the time. Oh, it'll be so much oh, fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, they'll have my fucking phone number. I'll be getting text messages. Yeah. Carl, I could you just, if you want to plug your shit, just plug it. You don't have to keep calling and leaving voicemails. I know. I, it's fun, though. Hey, Vinny, it's Carl. Due to your slanderous and libelous accusations against my chin and my feet and my teeth, I've been forced to bring a lawsuit against you. Luckily, the first consultation was free at KevinLandau.com slash W-A-T-P. Go there now. Vote chicken or cow. Whose tits caused you the most damages? All right, Vinny Winnie. <laughs> Worked uh, in a, a lot of good references there. That was quite Kevin a good Landau. one. Um, so I was talking to Vince Southern John's former attorney. It's, yeah. it's on an episode of WATP. And uh, we were talking about how we've gotten goofed on by a lot of people on the internet because you put yourself out there and it's going to happen. Yeah. And Vince goes, oh, yeah, what do they say about you? And I had to like, go through the list of all my all the problems with me. He's like, yep, I see that. Yep, your teeth do suck. Okay. Yep. He's yep. a fucking troll, that guy. No, Carl, the problem is you're an actual physical troll <laughs> is the issue. Fair enough. Um, in spite of that, we have been offered a amount of money by a gentleman who called and left us a voicemail. Carl, tell me if this makes you uncomfortable or not if we want to go for this. Okay. Hey, guys, this is kind of embarrassing, but as a gay man, I had a proposition. For $5,000, I would like to come to Rochester, New York, Suck on Vinny's beautiful, beautiful tits and gently kiss his nipples as Carl jerks my pud with his little awful club feet <laughs> until I blow my load of goo all over Vinny's beautiful tits. Five grand. Please make my dreams happen. I love you, Vinny. You sexy animal. You and your beautiful, beautiful tits. Carl, your club feet make me hard. Love you guys. Uh, Ever since you dyed your hair. Five thousand dollars, Carl. I, I would do it for six thousand. Five thousand's a bit low. Yeah, uh, Doctor Steve, can we get an extra thousand? <laughs> so let's talk about that for a second. For those of you who did listen to WATB at this what? week, who's that? Yeah, Doctor Steve came on our show. Yeah, Doctor Steve from Weird Medicine. Yeah, on uh, Sirius XM. Big, also, big fan of his. Formerly big part of the Opie and Anthony show. Did a little bit of stuff with Stern. He's a, he's been around for a long time. If you're a radio fan, you know. You know what Doctor Steve told me, Vinny? No. He was more nervous to come on WATP than he was going on Opie and Anthony for the first time. Mm -hmm. And do you know why that is, Vinny? Because he was afraid you were going to bite him. Because I'm a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much why. He's like, I criticize everyone for everything they do. At least Opie and Anthony are. In a, in a, were in a like professional environment. Yeah, like you, you knew that nothing was going to happen to you. They weren't going to completely like ruin you. Yeah, they want to put out a good show. They want to make everyone sound good. Yeah, yeah. So either way, Doctor Steve apparently talked to you, and what does he want to do? He wants to offer Stuttering John a thousand dollars to do an episode of the Creep Off. Just yeah. me and Stuttering John. And I got to tell you, once again, I dropped the ball because I have so many conversations on shows and I forget what they are. But it was our bonus show. So if you're not on our Patreon, you wouldn't know. Vinny told the whole story about how he was trying to do behind the scenes, get Stuttering John to do a show with him, even offering John money. Yeah, so I tried Dr. really hard. Dr. Steve heard this and he said, well, maybe you're just not offering him enough. I'll put up $1,000 of my own money if we can get Stuttering John. Now, I've seen some activity on Twitter. It looks like John's manager uh, was interested in contacting Dr. Steve. So this might happen, I think. 
Yeah, I wonder how much of a cut the manager is foreseen. He's like, finally, some money off of John. Seriously. So Long overdue. There you go. Uh, I got a couple of voicemails here. Uh, okay, go ahead. I got a couple more over here, oh, too. Oh, okay. It looks like you were ready to move on. Well, no, I want to close out with mine. They're, it's okay. a big deal. Okay, cool. So, um, Creeps and Roses you wrapped on. Yeah, and done. Every, Never coming back. Everyone loves Creeps and Roses. No, they don't. Kozaroo Carl, you got to put Creeps and Roses back on the wheel of consequences. Vinny just doesn't get it. The creep off is do your party. Creeps and Roses is the briefcase. So get that fat fuck back on the wheel of consequences. If he loses, Creeps and Roses part deuce. I'd put it up there. Creeps and Roses, that sounds like a good idea. (laughs) Creeps and Roses forever. Okay. That's the better show. It's better than the creep off. I would do this, Carl. I would put Creeps and Roses Season 2 on the board, uh-huh, uh-huh. but you'd have to host it, too, if you land on That's it. That's true. That's a good and point. And then you would have to watch an entire oh, season of The Bachelor. I wouldn't put as much work into it as you did. That was insane. <laughs> that was insane. And you had to host with PJ? Jesus. I know. You just had to host a show with him, so you know brutal. my pain. This caller agreed with band practice guy who called in last week about uh, Imbecile Wilhelm's disappearance. Okay. Hello, Carl and Vinny. I actually agree with this practice guy. We all should have uh, Imbecile Wilhelm call back in. Uh, the only thing he should call back in about is how he uh, retardedly spells Oregon so I can get that uh, embroidered on a chef coat because we all know who has true creep-off voicemail supremacy. Prep boy Rick out. Uh-huh. All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, oh. he heard band practice oh. guy. He heard band practice. I'm excited. Guy. Here he is, folks. The return of the greatest caller voicemail history. <laughs> we build this up a lot. <laughs> Straight from Syracuse, New York. Now, <laughs> imbecile here. Sorry for ghosting you, creep off. But I made a vow to only call if I had something funny to add. Good idea. And ever since the beginning of the Harris administration. (laughs) I have lost my sense of humor. (laughs) Oh no. In response, I did the only thing I knew I could, and that was to move to Portland, Oregon, and join Antifa. (laughs) Too self-serious to make jokes or to listen to funny podcasts. I spend my days now Punching old ladies and stealing items from high-end boutiques. (laughs) Thank you, band practice guy, for calling me out of retirement. I will see you on the other side. Oregon! 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 And like the wind, he was gone. Oh, very good. Good to have you back there, Messiah Wilhelm. I it, always knew he was part of uh, Antifa. It's always nice to I know. I always knew that. That he landed on his feet. <laughs> I had a feeling about that. Yeah. Well, sounds like he's having a great time. Good, good. All right. I guess that would make it time for the scum parade. God, that was a long voicemail segment, wasn't it? Whoops. Oh, too long. <laughs> I blame you. Watch out for the scum parade. We're
We're starting off in France, Carl. Yes, we are. We are. Georges Tron, who was once a central government minister under Nicolas Sarkozy and current mayor of the town of Draville, a southern suburb of Paris, has caused quite a bit of controversy. He sure has. In fact, many groups want him removed from his position. Why, you ask? Well, people got a little upset after he was convicted of rape. Mm. And the sexual assault of a junior staff member at the town hall office. Oh, interesting. So they do that uh, in Europe as well, huh? Yeah. It's not just a New York State thing? Yeah. Who knew that freaking uh, Cuomo was so Parisian? Right. Like, who knew? I always thought he was Italian. The 63-year-old was given a five-year sentence, two years of which were suspended. He has denied the charges and lodged an appeal with the French Supreme Court. Tron has been allowed to continue running his municipality of 30,000 people from a prison cell. Right. For the last few months. Now, people are outraged by this. The opposing party is outraged by this. But yeah, it's, it's I would a town say so. of 30,000 people. What decisions are they making? Oh, let's put a four-way stop on LaRue Boulevard. Who gives a shit if this guy's running it or not? Yeah, they want to bribe him. They just put money in his commissary. <laughs> they just put <laughs> him cigarettes. Yeah. So... He's refused to resign, and according to reports in The Guardian, he continues to communicate with his advisors by letters, describing his current incarceration as an impediment. Yes. A municipal council meeting was held earlier in the week with members of Tron's staff reading a letter sent from his cell <laughs> with instructions regarding the town's budget. I love it. Can you imagine this shit? So, uh, you probably think this guy is worse than Cuomo, right? But how many old people did he execute? How many, Vinny? Not a one. Not a one. To my knowledge. The reason why the government hasn't like removed him and why he hasn't been removed is because he's still appealing and right. they just can't. They're not allowed to do anything until his appeal is done because I guess that's the law. He was convicted of rape. Yes. And he's still running the, the city. Yes. It's got to be something that they want to maybe change in the future. They might want to put in a new law or rule on that. He was also originally cleared of rape and sexual assault in 2018 Two former municipal employees accused Tron, who they say claimed to be an expert reflexologist, of forcing them to engage in foot massages. Oh, boy. That turned into sexual assaults in 2007 and 2010. So, Vinny, I actually have audio of him pleading his case in 2018. Please. Yeah, this is interesting. Is it as bad as eating her pussy out? No. It's the same fucking ball pump. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop right there. Eating a bitch out and giving a bitch a foot massage ain't eating the same fucking thing. It's not. It's the same ballpark. Ain't no fucking ballpark, neither. Now, look, maybe your method of massage differs from mine. But, you know, touching his wife's feet and sticking your tongue in the holiest of holies ain't the same fucking ballpark. It ain't the same league. It ain't even the same fucking sport. Look, foot massages don't mean shit. I think he made a compelling argument there. I don't no wonder he was let go. Yeah, I would have thrown that guy right out a window. <laughs> now, Orange County, California, a 22-year-old man pleaded guilty Monday and was immediately sentenced to more than six years in prison for breaking into the residence of three female college students in uh, the city of Orange. Now, when he broke into these houses, Carl, he helped himself to refreshments and was using a laptop computer belonging to one of the residents to download porn and commit a sex act. Uh, who downloads porn? Well, it's, when it's not your laptop, you can pretty much do that's, whatever you want that's to. That's so 1999. 
You can sign up for all the free trials, everything. It's fucking great. You really should password protect your laptop. I don't know if everyone knows that, but it's probably a good idea. (laughs) Jonathan Jose Ruiz of Orange accepted a plea deal from Orange County Superior Court judge who sentenced the defendant to six years and eight months behind bars. Ruiz was given credit for 511 days behind bars, according to court records. He originally did this in 2018. Police said that he broke into the home on October 4th, went through the resident's underwear, and then left his semen on the computer as well after downloading pornographic images and viewing them online. He also had milk and cookies that were in the fridge. (laughs) That wasn't milk. (laughs) So uh, He really should have cleaned up after himself. Yeah, could you imagine being like... He had girls' panties in his hand. And he couldn't wipe his semen off the computer? He, I'm telling you, man, he just was sitting there. He's like, I could download this. Let's see if I could sign up for the uh, Pornhub Premium Extended. And, Is this uh, the same guy who's suing Twitch? <laughs> it might be. For getting <laughs> semen all over his keyboard and running uh, it? When he was arrested, he was in possession of two pairs of underwear belonging to the victims, among other items. The defendant's DNA was in the system due to his conviction for vandalizing bathrooms in his high school. A year earlier. So they took his DNA, like, just for that infraction, and they just took his cum off the laptop, ran it through a fucking board, and, like, go find this guy. And when they caught him, he had the girl's fucking panties in his pocket. So the guy's a fucking moron. Yeah. I would say so. You don't want to leave evidence behind, especially if you know that your DNA is on file. Yeah, well, he'll have six years of hijinks in prison. So good luck to you there, uh, buddy. Now, this is a fun one. Divorced parents. Carl, did your parents get divorced? They did not. They're still Really? Dead. Yep. You didn't drive them apart? I tried. Okay. Well, a washerwoman was found guilty of first-degree solicitation to commit murder after she tried to convince her 10-year-old son to kill his father last summer. You got to do your own dirty work. I, I don't like that. This woman named Vanessa Valdgalasius Lavelle. What we'll woman? just call her Vanessa. Who cares? She's 37 years old of Mount Vernon, was convicted on first-degree solicitation to commit assault with a noxious substance after telling her son to put rat poison in her estranged husband's food and drinks. Rat poison? Is people poison? Who knew? Not a (laughs) 10-year-old. According to the prosecuting office, the county sheriff's sergeant reached out to Mount Vernon police about a child protective service referral that included an audio recording involving the mother giving instructions to one of her children on how to kill the child's father. An officer wrote in a probable cause affidavit, This is a secret between you and me to keep forever, Vanessa told her son in the recording. See, this is why I hate Project Veritas. Because they're encouraging everyone to be a snitch and record everything that's going on and get audio and video every time you're in a murder for hire scheme or yeah, yeah you got to air your family's dirty laundry all over the internet because of Project Veritas taught you how to do it. Vanessa told her son in the recording, the affidavit says that she and her husband are in the midst of a divorce and have been separated for about five years. So defendant's son secretly recorded the conversation with his mother when she told him if he would put, quote, venom and his father's food and wine, they would, quote, be together forever and ever. Gross. Yeah, I want to be together forever with my mom. And my dad. Yeah, I want to hang out with those two. A couple of squares. (laughs) Vinny just got real for a second there. (laughs) No, I mean, my God. You think about this. Everybody, you want to be, you really want to be with your family in eternity? (laughs) What kind of square would want to do that, Vinny? Like, everyone thinks of their childhood as the most idyllic time in their lives. And you think back about all the times you were on your family and stuff like that. If I think about that, I immediately start to have anxiety attacks. Like, fuck it. 
I know. That obviously didn't work. That obviously wasn't the right argument to make to get the kid to kill his dad. So the cops basically went and found this woman. They sat her down and they lied to her. I know. I love when cops do that. They know it's, they have the evidence and then they yeah. try to get you. They to know what yourself. she's up to. So they say, yeah. hey, listen, uh, your ex is dead. Did he ever uh, mention wanting to hurt himself or anything like that? And after she threw a, a giant party for all of her friends, she came yeah. back and said, She went, Woohoo! <laughs> no, uh, she just said uh, that he th- had previously threatened to kill her, the boys, and himself, that there was a history of domestic violence between her and the husband. She denied ever thinking about killing or hurting her estranged husband. When asked what should happen to the boys if her husband passed away, she said she should get custody. Well, I mean, that of course. <laughs> Where else would the kids go? When she was told that it looked like she was telling her kids how to kill them, she talked about being scared for her boys and she was teaching them how to protect themselves from him. Mm, okay. Yep, yep. <laughs> so an officer interviewed the son who said his mother laughed and giggled about putting rat poison on the food. I like edgy humor, but... <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yes. I mean... She, maybe she's a fan of this show, and we maybe. just got her all wrong. She has not been sentenced yet, and uh, that's the story there. But she tried to convince her 10-year-old to murder the guy. Yeah. I mean, a couple juice boxes. Like, why? What? Just bribe the kid. True. Yeah, because the uh, we'll be together forever was not a good. Exactly right. That's not the reward not the, the kid's looking for. Not the incentive How about you some need there. Fortnite dollars or whatever right. the fucking kids want. Fortnite, Fortnite bucks. Dollars. Uh, I'd make fun of you. I don't even know if that's right or wrong. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't even know. Someone in the chat, though, wants me to know that LaRue Boulevard would be the dumbest name for a street because LaRue means street in French. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it sounded good. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm a dummy. So either way i don't know kids you got to really bribe them you got to be smart with what you do for them like stop filming like, every conversation yeah with your mom telling you to murder your father all how right? about some dogecoin mom no one likes a tattletale nobody likes dogecoin a yeah dogecoin whatever <laughs> the fuck it is <sighs> i always like to end strong a painsville man whose daughter died in a mobile home in 2019 has pleaded guilty to second degree murder for starting the fire that killed her fuck you benny what did i do this story fucking sucks. Oh, this one upset you? This one upset me. This is a fucked up story. My notes on this story yeah. are just this. Fuck you, Vinny. I understand. You could send your fuck you to our pal Alex because he sent me this story. Fuck you, Alex. He sent me a bunch of these stories today, so God bless this kid. Jamie Newport died on July 23rd, 2019 in a fire at her home in Painesville. She was 22. Her father, John Shaw Newport, 48, entered the guilty plea last Monday. So here's what happened. He accepted an aggravated sentence of 18 years in prison. The aggravated sentence comes after a court ruling that the crime was committed with particular cruelty. The father, John, had been living with Jamie in the mobile home, and she'd been paying all of the bills. The afternoon of the fire, he allegedly asked his daughter to drive him to a hardware store, and when she refused, he began slamming things around the house and arguing with her. He allegedly decided to, you know what I'm going to do? I know it'll teach her. She won't take me to the hardware store? Well, I'm going to burn the fucking house down. And then I'll have to go to the hardware store because I'll have to build a new house. That was not his strategy. Okay, I just thought that maybe it might be because it's the only thing that made sense to me. So he set the house on fire after she said she was going to move out. Newport allegedly poured gasoline in the home and on his daughter's beloved kittens. 
She had four little baby kittens. And there was a picture of them in this fucking article, which I yeah. did not need. And he did this in front of her and set the cats on fire first. Friends told law enforcement that Jamie Newport had been depressed and that she used the four kittens as comfort during her depression. On Facebook, she called them her babies. If Jim Florentine had read that, he would have just been mocking this woman on his podcast. What are you, a cat mom? You gave birth to a cat, did it claw up your uterus? Oh yeah, you gave birth to four kittens, did ya? Did ya? Oh my God, how hairy is your pussy lady? Uh, so he set the kittens on fire in front of her, knowing his daughter's dependence on the pets for comfort. He did this to inflict severe emotional psychological distress. Uh, Nailed it. Yeah. In the recorded 911 call, Jamie Newport told the operator that her father had poured gasoline in the house and on her kittens. She said he had gasoline on, she had gasoline on herself too. In the recording, she could be heard saying her father was starting the fire. She screamed that her kittens were on fire and she had to save them. A Painesville Police Department officer arrived at about the same time the phone line went dead. He could hear Jamie Newport screaming and tried to enter the home using a fire extinguisher, but he was unable to reach her through the flames. She was found in the home's bathtub with the shower running, but efforts to revive her were unsuccessful. She died of smoke inhalation. She didn't escape what she easily could have because she wanted to save her kittens that were on fire. This yes. is the worst story you've ever read in the show, and I just want to put it out there. Uh, Fuck you, Vinny. what I do? Did I set the house on fire? Did I burn the kittens, Carl? What a way to end the show, huh? That was a lot of fun. I had a great time today. I hope that you'll vote <laughs> for Mark Pogue today. Just because Vinny decided to include that story in the Scum Parade, please vote for Carl. Wait a minute, Mr. Bozeman. Wait, wait, hey, 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 Mr. Bozeman. Vote for Mark Pogue, Mr. Backdoor Delivery. I got to I gotta lighten the mood real quick, Vinny, all right? Good luck. No! Hey, listen. So I hope you enjoyed the show. You can vote at thecreepoff.com. And uh, while you're there, click on that little link. Join us over on Patreon. We got a couple of bonus episodes up now. There's going to be some more bonus episodes, but it has been decided. This is the big announcement for the end of the show. Our first Hall of Famer in May, our next Hall of Famer. Ladies and gentlemen, you voted. Jessica Giannis. Yes! And our boy Kaya will be joining us for it. It'll be exclusively on the Patreon, so check that out. I am looking forward to that because he, she has still been up to no good even since we did that episode. Are you telling me that he, she didn't learn his lesson? That's what I'm telling you, Didn't Vinny. learn its lesson? Their lesson? Didn't learn their lesson? Canada is fucked. Yes, they are. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Until then, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gagia! Stupid!